Hello, everyone. Welcome to Us War Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. I'm joined by Juan Noah Singh, the winner of the Age of Sigmar LVO Championships 2023. And in fact, the champion of the world's largest ever Age of Sigmar event in the history of the world. Hello, Noah. Hey, <laughs> it's a good intro. I like that. <laughs> That's just the facts. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Yeah, you did it. You did it. You did it. Did it. Um, first off, how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, I had a big week of looking at the internet a lot. Um, and I'm back in Vermont. It's um, negative eight here right now, Fahrenheit. Wow. Um, so, you know, just kind of making fires and doing doing my stuff. Okay, having a good time. Didn't you just say you went like snowboarding, tobogganing, and then running down a hill recently? <laughs> no, it was, uh, that would have been safer. Uh, no, last night at about 1.30, my friend Tim, who happens to be here, he's the guy who originally got me into Age of Sigmar with my friend Chris. Well, it wasn't Sigmar then. And I um, tried to ride adult-sized big wheels um, down a frozen hill and uh, did not succeed in doing that, but did sort of succeed in injuring ourselves. Um, it was great. We had a great time. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> did uh, did you just happen to drop that you're the winner of the world's largest ever Age Sigma tournament? I did. I did. He was very excited. He uh, And then he tried to steal a bunch of my models. Um <laughs> <laughs> He was like, which is your best army? I was like, I think it's these gits right now. And he just sort of picked them up and tried to walk out with them. We should ask you how you feel about the new gits. Uh, but a question before we go any further. If you were to, if, if your life depended on it, what, how likely do you think it is you could fight a goose? And win? Oh, fight a goose? I, I actually fight a lot of geese. Um, we have Canadian geese here, and I have to get them out of my pond. So they... Um, the dog and I, the dog has decided that geese are too much for him. Um, but I'm still trying. Um, they will turn around and dive bomb you, uh, once in the air here. They're mean creatures. Um, you just have to tuck your pants into your socks, you know, uh, protect yourself from ticks at all times and, uh, get at it and hope, you know, it's generally a draw, but you try <laughs> All right, like I don't want to waste too much time because I think people are excited to hear about your experiences for the weekend. So, uh, and I could just talk to you all day as we have previously done, just generally off air. Um, so let's jump into it. So you attended the LVO uh, pre the LVO though, and the important points are that you took Beast of Chaos. Uh, so I yeah. think my first question is: is I know that just before the LVO, you went on a safari. Uh, yeah. I did insinuate on uh, my show one of the weeks, I can't remember, uh, that uh, you had actually gone to, uh, to uh, the safari to kind of embrace the animal spirit for Beasts of Chaos to understand yeah. the army better. Is that is that true or like, is that not? No, that's the only reason I went. Yeah. Yeah. There is, there is no, no other. Just staring at them to understand um, all of the different types of beasts uh, and just be ready for it. Um, I also thought that, um, I play a lot better if I'm just completely exhausted and don't know where I am. Um, so that was going to help as well. Um, cause when did you, when did you how long hour. was, yeah, how long was the, how long was the safari? And then when did you get back and then start playing in the OVO? Like what was your time? I was, uh, I was there three weeks, came back Monday, got to Vegas on Wednesday and oh. then started playing on Friday. Wow. Um, so I was on, um, 
uh, Nairobi time. Okay. <laughs> maybe that's what everyone needs to be on. They're like, maybe like 10 hours. Everyone, there's just someone with a pen and paper, like, right, okay, be on Nairobi time, number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Important, hey, it works. Yeah. Okay, so before the event, uh, what made you decide to take Beast of Chaos to uh, the, uh, the LVO? Um, so I played um, Iron Jaws all of last year um, with some Gits tournaments sprinkled in. And then um, after the summer, I was just not feeling them anymore. Um, my list had no GVs and it was just getting, it was getting kind of in my own head about it. And so I wanted to play Gabe Spawn um, because I remember... I remembered Gavin just chuckling about them when he played them. And I was like, that seems like that's a fun army to play. Um, and their rules had gotten just added so many times that they were very, very good. Um, and I've always liked summoning and hordes. So I was like, let's do it. Um, I played them at four tournaments um, before LVO. And then my goal was just to maybe get a... Um, ITC beasts or something, um, because we I had a very fun uh, competition with the Nuge about it that we were kind of going back and forth with, um, and then coming into LVO because I was going to be gone for so long, I just was like, I'm going to play the thing I'm most comfortable with, and at the time it was beast. That's super fair. That's super fair. Did you uh, did you like rate your chances? A couple of things, by the way. Uh, you did mention Gavin. We just found out today, or Ziggy Rob just told me today, uh, that Gavin's our first ever player, at least in the past two years of doing stats, to ever hit the 30 0 uh, on his uh, TS. Oh really? Yeah. Hell he's, yeah. He's actually okay, something he's... like he's actually something like only 40 points off just the perfect score. <laughs> I, I bet he could do it. I bet he could do it. I did call them Gavin Spawn a bunch of times accidentally. <laughs> during... That's good. I like that. <laughs> Gavin's a lovely human, and he's just very good at Warhammer. <laughs> uh, so, um, did you did you rate your chances? Like, uh, so uh, like uh, going into LVO, that's always a bit difficult. But you're obviously already on the the USA national team. Uh, you've played. Uh, your rankings have been very very high previously for many different armies. So, like, how did you feel about your chances? Or was that not really the goal? Uh, it was not. It was not. I, I said to my wife, who I have wants me to clear up that she does not tell me I have to 5-0 at every tournament, um, and that I have misspoken in the past about that, that uh, but that she, um, I was like, listen, I'm, I'm going to see my friends, and uh, hopefully I get to play five um, or, or seven uh, or, you know, something games of Warhammer, which I love doing, and you know, but I, I won't. Don't don't worry. I'll be around at night because, um, you know, I, I'm not really going to be pushing for getting all sweaty about trying to win this thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Did that did that attitude maintain across the weekend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every every when I got to the top eight, I was like, well, I've already won. Uh, and then the next one, I was like, I've already won. Like I've done everything. I wanted way more every game, which I think was actually a really good uh, not putting stress on myself about it. Um, just trying to play. Um, there might be something there, right? Like not applying a lot of like, like to win pressure on your own mind might be quite useful. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're if you if your happiness is not tied to your um, how you do in a game, you do better in that game. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, that, that that makes a lot of sense. I've, I, you definitely can sometimes put your own pressure on. Okay, uh, let's go through the games if you fancy. Um, now, just uh, there's a couple of other points I should clarify. Uh, Las Vegas Open, uh, you have to play five games, uh, five or six. Is it five or six? You play five, five, and then you you might play a sixth if you. Um, you might play a sixth if you have to go to the shadow round, and in this year, only two players did. Um, and that's to decide because they, they need a true top eight. Yeah. Um, and so I, I luckily managed to, I was not in the kind of state in which I could probably have physically stood up for a shadow round. Um, and so I felt, it felt like around 8am for me at that time. And I it was like, um, and then luckily someone came over, I was setting up my army for it. And then someone came over and told me I could go to bed. <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Just high five them and just start walking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, tell me about your games. Tell me about your. Tell me about the the lead up games. Uh, all right. So I played um, Bill English, um, who is English, um, and I he was super lovely with Giants. I had a little bit of extra tech for Giants because I had a um, suspicion. It turned out to be correct that there'd be a lot of giants in the event um, because they're going to be much less playable in the next edition. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, that was a good game, uh, but very quick because I I just had I'd thought through it. I'd already played it on that mission in a pre- previous tournament and um, was able to pick up a lot of his army very quickly. He was at my event uh, like two weeks before that. That's so crazy. Yeah. He he is lovely. He was there with his son. We had we had so much fun. Um, we did get shamed by one of the bartenders for trying to go over, and I was like, I'm just trying to buy water, but <laughs> they're like, you degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the, yeah, that was that was super great. Um, and then had a lot of time for lunch, and then came back. Um, I got to play my friend Mackenzie, yes. um, who is so much fun. If you get a chance to. You know what? I, I'm just telling everyone, just grudge him so you get to play him. Everyone grudge Mackenzie. Um, and uh, we, so that game was Lumineff. Um, and um, there were some dicey dice moments that um, could have had it, but I just had the ability to keep bringing back models and turning in locking his shooting up um, and turning off his spells, the kind of key turn. Um, and so was able to pick up all the elves um and that was super fun and then i played russ tanner who made the top eight with ogres last year which was very impressive um when they were very bad not not these ogres (laughs) um he had a bunch of monster trucks and i won the the terrain map in what we were playing had a bunch had four along the middle so they were sort of these lanes um and i was able to just keep sending things over and picking up, you know, Stonehorn, 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 um, and was able to get through that game. Um, I, I think if he had, if it had been a different mission, that would have been a lot harder. Um, and then, um, but he, lovely guy, had a ton of fun. Um, I played Dylan. Um, that was a great game. The, that was, he's a Texas guy that I have stood near a lot. But um, never have introduced myself to, which is incredibly rude of me. Um, but uh, it was nice to actually get to play him. He wears incredible short shorts at events. Um, 
And um, that was, again, I felt pretty lucky that I got to play. I had built in the paired hand weapons on B to play Night Hunt um, because just massive numbers of attacks can pick up half that army. Um, to be clear, this is on and... Zango. Like, I, I haven't asked you to go through your list in detail, but because a it was a, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a book that's just <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I can if you guys want to convince someone that you're still allowed to play it, you can go play it, but you're not. So yeah, it's, it's the old Beast of Chaos book under old points, and also the old GHB. So like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's utterly useless information. <laughs> you know, if anyone wants, if anyone wants that information. You could have it, but I I don't think it's that. Anyway, it was uh, so I was able to with with my buffs um, do something like 160 attacks from that unit um, on twos threes, um, which was which was pretty. You know, you just it's a lot it's of four ups to roll. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then um, I played uh, Colt round five. Um, he had another version of Monster Trucks. He had Kragnos. Um, and that was a really lovely game. He was, I, I had not played him before and had not met him and he played really, really, really well, um, for, uh, and a spread mission with not that many bodies against my 30 block of Zangors and conquerors was, you know, a hard, it was uphill for him and he kept it really tight right to the end. Um, and, uh, yeah, super, super lovely game. Um, can, I ask I you, can, I, can I ask you about kind of like, you know, you, you won't go to bed at that point, but so this is, I think, a fair point to like a, a nice place to jump in with. Uh, you obviously didn't just a attend the event on your own. Obviously, you went with your, your wonderful partner, but also you went mm -hmm. with the rest of your gaming club, the, the Tough Cloud, uh, as they like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A vaporous group. Yeah, a vaporous <laughs> group, the Tough Cloud, um, uh, which obviously you guys represented in force and spoilers, you guys all ended up winning best club. Um, did you, like, was it at that point that everyone was like, like, did someone take you to the side? Because you've got some incredible competitors in that group. Did they take you to the side? Did you have some sit-down chats? Were people just like high-fiving you? Like, what was the kind of atmosphere on the Saturday night? Or you like, I'm just very tired. I'm going to sleep. I, I honestly didn't hang out very much. <laughs> um, I went. No, we, we. That's not true. We went to um, that night. We went to this really cool thing called Omega Mart um, and walked around. But it was a chill night. Um, I went over with uh, Tom Ling and um, Chris Porter and our and um, uh, Bill, which is great, um, and just kind of like did it. But then was gonna have like I knew that I couldn't be out past ten. Like I my my brain was was super fried already, and I knew I had it was being forced to play more Warhammer the next morning, and so was um, like that was a chill thing to do rather than try to go hang out with a hundred people. Um, and it also kind of made me a little sad that I, you know, I, I really wanted to get a lot more social time over the weekend. Um, but, <laughs> Hold on. Qualifying made you a little sad. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had a lot of sad. Moments. I was sad a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you couldn't see your buds as much. You were like, oh, God, yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. Excellent quote. I like that. I was quite sad actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, you know, when you go with a team and you have a team as kind of like loving and great, and then also, you know, we have like clubs that are our sisters that we root for each other. Um, and, you know, it was a thing where I was like, I, I'm not going to self-sabotage myself by staying out until 4 a.m. Because, you know, some people can do that and play well. I can't. Um, 
I, I've learned that by trying. Um, and so I was like, you know, that my, my club and my people want me to do well. And, you know, my wife, if I, if I defeat myself due to, you know, going out in Vegas and, you know, trying to pay off our mortgage at blackjack, I'm probably not going to, uh, you know, <laughs> do, do super well the next day. Um, so yeah, we, we had a, we had a nice, um, we had a nice, uh, like chill night, um, that night too. So how did you um, feel? Eight, how did you feel waking up in the morning, like where, like, and then you facing that? Did were you getting advice then? So I woke up the morning of the finals and at about three thirty a.m. Um, and walked around the Bellagio and um, had the kind of like looking at the people leaving the bars, and I was the one like going to find coffee. Um, and then I bought some iced coffee and I went over to um, Brian and Gavin's room and we had a coffee and kind of talked about if we were going to play each other and, and other, you know, stuff. And it was a very, it was a nice morning. Um, and you know, they were up early too. So it was, um, several hours. And by the time we, I was like, all right, I'm ready. Like, let's play some Warhammer. I'm wildly awake at the, by the time the round started, <laughs> um, which was great. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about the, those games then. Okay. So then I played Cody um, who is another Florida boy. Um, although someone was like, why don't you guys play with each other? And I was like, it's a 12 and a half hour drive between us. Like we, <laughs> we pick up games are going to be hard. Yeah. Florida is not small. No, no, it's not small. We we're like on the, the big curve of the Gulf. We're as far apart as you possibly could get. Um, <laughs> like I think it's the farthest you can be from each other in Florida. Um, and um he was playing iron jaws which i know very well um and he was playing two mall crushers which is what i had played and i had a good game plan there he played it right um which i i think in that situation he you have to push for clearing uh, you know one of my threats immediately um because you basically you know he's got three i've got three um but I'm going to make more stuff to get in the way of his and I move faster, um, which is crazy saying I move faster than Iron Jaws, but I did. Um, and um, so that was a great game. Um, we, it was for being decided as early as it was, it was tighter than um, I would probably like, it doesn't show on the score how tight that actually was because the first couple turns were very, very tight. Um, and I managed to pick up both of his Maw Crushers. I actually killed both of them with the bolt. Um, that was what finished them, which was kind of fun. I liked, I loved that in the spell. Um, then I played Caleb, who um, it was wonderful because it was Gavin, Caleb, and Scooter were my options, and all of them are close friends, so I'm very comfortable playing. Um, so it was just like playing your close friends. It's just the only difference between doing it in you know a basement or a a small store was that there was just like a lot of men yelling at you the whole time, um, which is different. That doesn't happen in my house very often, but um, the uh, super great, great game with um, Caleb. We, his, uh, I, I think I was trying to figure it out. And I think it's the first time I've ever beaten him. 
Oh wow! Um, and we used to play MTTS all the time. I was like, I actually don't remember ever beating you. <laughs> um, he also made all my um, little sticks and stuff. He has an Etsy store, and they're like excellent magnetic stuff. And so we both play very similar on the table, um, which is you know pre-measuring everything, um, agreeing on the measurements, agreeing on the charges, agreeing on ranges. You know, uh, intent, but collaborative not um you know i intended to have uh, <laughs> I, I intended to do a tactic i was going to succeed at like no yeah. it's it's you know um and uh, so that was a really really nail biter uh game that um I, I just had to keep pushing um pressure where he would have to take the turn um so that um because if he didn't i would be able to pick up his his big stuff um and that allowed me to keep moving the proving ground around. And because I can summon GVs, I was able to, the the score in that game was I was able to deny him a primary every turn um, and get all of mine. And so went up five points, one turn at a time. And you're um, playing Zinch, right? He was playing Zinch. Yeah. yeah. He's a great Zinch player. He has the Christmas Zinch. They're, they're excellent models. And um, he's, you know, great, great player. Um, it's actually, I, I was actually very impressed by that result personally. Like, like I, like I know there's a bunch of other great Zinch players in the US, but I was legitimately surprised that Zinch made it into the top eight. Like, and that's like, and that's on Caleb. Caleb has consistently put those results in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been great for like years and years, and he loves Zinch. That's been his primary army the whole time. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, he's just he's like very hard also very physically intimidating human being but once you get once you <laughs> once you've talked to him no longer you're, you're like oh no no you're just a giant teddy bear but yeah um and then i played his brother yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> the mum calling you up later and being like well we will get to that actually yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah you played his brother played his brother um great game that game was one of the I think that's the craziest game of Sigmar I've ever played in my life. Um, it was, um, you know, I would have to get my summoning and he was, he was like rapidly tabling me. Um, and like the dice rolls were very important, but it was both of us playing for points the whole time. Um, and again, it, you know, he's been playing, he's like Caleb. He's been playing that army for forever. Like he knows it like the back of his hand and, there's a lot of things in Iron Jaws, in Bloodtooth in particular, um, that are very small interaction, like little pieces like the stomp and then move that if you plan your turn or a turn or two ahead um, can be incredibly uh, impactful. So, and he plays all of those and thinks about all of them because they're just like pigs are just deep in his brain and have been. Like, um, and he's also such a sweetheart to play, um, and like so funny. And he he was having like showman moments where he would like hold up the dice and run around the crowd and have people blow on it when we like came down to a four up to win. Oh, really? What what, what, what we thought to win the game? Um, and so yeah, it was it was uh, it was so fun. And then the ending was just like I, I got overwhelmed um, by by they kept switching who had won back and forth because yeah, could we you, could you could you give us that in detail please because how, how what was the timeline of that ending so it was pretty wild so so we were um i was getting my grand strat and uh he with his scoring 
um, basically I had a summoned unit on the back uh, point for my grand strat. He had a fungoid cave shaman and an injured um, maw crusher. And I had the maw crusher pinned with um, a spawn and that had been my general um, and the endless spell. Um, and the endless spell was where he wouldn't be able to get out of it. What he did was he he moved the um, he moved over his uh, shaman onto the point. He stomped off my spawn, moved four, which would, he had to roll four to get over to my shagoth, and then um, I fought. Then he killed my shagoth, and then it did turn into a spawn and went over onto his point, um, which would be we figured out would be a tie. Um, then with the table bosses at first they were like, Oh, it goes to whoever got the grand strat, which was me. And then they like looked at the book and they're like, Oh no, it's actually cause you dropped a tactic. It's scooter. And I had this moment where I just went down. I was like, okay. And then just came up was like scooter. What LVO? Cause I was so excited for him. Yeah, he's he's your friend. A, yeah. 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 And then, and then they're like, Oh no, the chaos spawn is two. And that fungoid. Cause I, I had been thinking, I just had forgotten that it was four wounds and he had, forgotten that spawns were five wounds and so we like we had like already hugged shaken hands we're excited for each other and then they switched it and then we just did it again <laughs> um <laughs> the other way and we'd like we'd switch back and forth i was like it's you know <laughs> we'll never know who won lvo but yeah no it was it was great it was it was great and then that um at the end um you know he and i just took like two minutes just to like talk about hey this was so much fun together and let's do it again next year <laughs> but yeah um it, it was so good um and then everyone went um crazy um at, for the awards and nate won best overall um and i won best general and then uh we went to the itc and you know it was just every stage was close friends and it, it was amazing um the awards got very rowdy on our side of the uh, hall. There is, there is a video <laughs> of the rowdiness. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all the way yeah. rowdy. Um, yeah, like what was the uh, like? What was the? I know, like you said, the the immediate reaction was like you and and, and Scooter. Isn't there isn't there something where you spoke to his mom on the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put his mom. His mom called him to find out what happened, and he just handed me the phone, and I talked to her about the game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know his mom i bet his mom uh but it was very funny and then he was like handing and he was like tell my mom you love her and i was like all right i love you mom <laughs> i actually have uh i actually have a, an interview i'm going to put up later in the week of scooter and his mom uh from summer slaughter uh and i think that'll be a nice little bit of uh, law building to put that up because they're they're sweethearts which is super sweet uh mm -hmm. and then your partner yeah. was obviously with you maxine uh how did yeah. she how did she feel like because i know that she's always been very supportive um but she actually sort of got to witness and I, I heard if this is right uh she she was she was a sideline cheerer i gotta say yeah like, so yeah how did she take it she was taking it. Um, she was like very, very uh, emotional <laughs> about it. And uh, it was the first time. So she, she'd come to every winter and hung out with everyone. 
Um, but she got a lot more time hanging out with, um, you know, various club mates. Like, you know, like <laughs> at one point I had to go um, clean a lot of mimosas that someone had dumped on me at a restaurant off of myself. And she just went gambling with Mike and came back and was like, that's so stressful. And then during at the end of it was like, <laughs> just like watching the game is even more stressful. This is, this is like, um, but she's like, she's, she's all in on, um, you know, the, the Warhammer and going and playing and then, but you know, m- more importantly, sort of the, um, the ethos of how to play Warhammer and what the point is, um, of doing this, uh, that I try to at least, you know, I'm sure that I don't always succeed, but try to, um, promote with people um and you know that this is just a like this is the most fun thing and we're so lucky to do this and that we're all going to you know have an incredible time um as long as everyone just is you know down with that and agrees to that contract um because that's, so, that's one of the things that came through on the interview right so if you guys haven't watched there is an interview uh with noah that i filmed at slow uh sorry castle and then i was lucky enough that like enough people by the way if you ever go to an event take photos and videos because i may at any point steal them yeah so i wish you to <laughs> so put as many <laughs> you're trying to crowdsource content yes yeah. Yeah. take as many yeah. as you can for me so i can use them uh, but i put a video together um uh, but one of the things that i think has come across a lot from that interview because i did clickbait people a little bit this is the actual interview of what was it like playing at the tournament? That was like, I will, I will, <laughs> yeah. I will pretend that this is the interview. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, this is just a heartfelt like uh, interview. This is lovely. Uh, one of the things I think that's like really popped off from that is a lot of people saying, you know, like uh, I'm there to make five friends, not go five zero. And this is kind of like a tough crowd kind of like philosophy and, and everything mm-hmm. like that. Could you could you talk about that? Could you tell me more? I'd love to know more. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's um, it can be very confusing sometimes uh, emotionally when you go to a tournament because there is win-loss and you you spend so much time before it um, thinking about a result, thinking about your list, thinking about what you're going to be able to do. Um, and that, you know, at the end of the day, the actual reason you're going is because you find this activity fun um, and you get to spend time with people who also do that and spend, like, a lot of the time at the table. And so, you know... You can go with a list that can go 5-0, um, but the five friends things is completely in your control. Like you can you you can do that. You're going 5-0 is not in your control, right? Like you you can try, um, but you should never, and it's hard not to get disappointed or you know, upset or try to play in a way that gets you a little advantage that maybe isn't um like as nice to the other person. Um, but you know, I try to play with zero gotchas, explain everything, any complex interaction from my list or theirs that I can think of go over before the game, um, and do all that. And that's a tough crowd thing. We try to be, we want this to be, you know, we, we say tough crowd forever, forever tough crowd a lot, which is that we want this to go for as long as we can. And we want this to be fun for as long as we can for everyone. Um, that you know you're this is amazing that we have this in our lives and we should all enjoy it um and we should all try to have the best time we can at every event it's a uh you know we cheer for everyone um even if it's an award not in our game system because if someone got an award they worked really hard for that 
and they should be psyched and we're psyched for them. Um, and you know, so that's, that's just the kind of short piece of like, you know, there's also other things we do and et cetera, but like, that's the core, um, thing. Our, our club motto is sore winners, loud losers. Um, and I think that kind of <laughs> says it pretty well. Would you say that that's something that like, uh, has, uh, was something you like, did you come into Warhammer and that was your, that your personal philosophy straight away? Or is that something that's grown and developed? Has that been part of conversations? Who's been a part of that? You know, like, how did you, how did you end up, uh, how did you end up at that point? I think it was just organically kind of, it, it, you know, it didn't just come from our group. It's from lots of people. Um, and you know, there's, there's a, I, when I started playing more competitively, the people I ran into were, had better table etiquette. And it was one of those things where I was like, Oh, I need to, I, I should make my table etiquette better as well. And I should make my, you know, sports better. Um, and there's lots of ways to do that. You don't have to be, like uh you know like the most outgoing most but you can give someone a great game and a great experience um in in any way um and i think that just came from you know sigmar's had people doing that for a long time um and we just want more attention to that part of the game um which is the, the you know the social aspect of what we're doing yeah um because the it, like um it feels it's interesting. As a game system, uh, I went to a Blood Bowl. This is kind of a, a quick moment I'll take. I went to a Blood Bowl tournament last year where I live streamed it. Yeah, they were just old dudes who go to a pub. Yeah, <laughs> like I wouldn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't really seeing any kind of like short shorts jumping up and down screaming. There was none of that happening. So that kind of cultural reference point. Uh, which is uh, is interesting, and I, I, and I travel to different you know metas around the world as well. Um, do you think that's uniquely American, or do you think that's something that's new and something that you think is something you'd like to push as a culture, especially versus what you see happening in like let's say 40k, where that's very serious? I think. Yeah, yeah, I think um, you know whether or not you, it's the right thing to do. A lot of the. Um, it, it's how people talk about the game. Um, and, and, you know, from, from at least last time I played it, 40 K was a very list list focused, um, and had a lot of like, I can do these things. You can't do them. There wasn't a lot of shared rules. Um, and the people at the very top of it, um, were kind of taking it very seriously and very professionally. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I very much believe you should not, <laughs> you should not consider, it to be your job to win the tournament um, because you're going to have a worse time. Like you spending, I'd rather lose and spend three hours with someone having fun than win and be like miserable for three hours. That's don't get those back. Um, and so the, I, I don't know why they, hopefully they're, um, you know, can get more into the awards and get, uh, you know, having a little bit more fun. Um, if it is, in fact, I, I know people who play 40K and say it's the most fun. They're having a great time. And I hope that that's true for everyone and they can um, continue to, you know, grow that part of it. Um, my, I do, if it's American, I don't know. There's there's definitely incredibly fun friends I've met from other countries. And, um, so you know, my games at Worlds last year, some of the people I played against were a complete blast. Um, and so... 
you know, but I think maybe the organized piece of, you know, how, how we're doing the ITC awards and how we're doing um, a lot of other, you know, events and et cetera is maybe a new thing that we have started pushing more than more vocally than uh, other people have, but that's always been out there, I think in Sigmar. Okay. Yeah, that's quite interesting. I mean, uh, I've got to ask you some questions. I'm sorry, you're going to hate this, but people are going to be like, "How do you, how do you win t tournaments of this size?" Like, um, do you have any tips for people who might want to do well at Warhammer Age Sigma at tournaments? What are your thoughts? Um, uh, don't bring lists you haven't played a bunch if you're going to a really big tournament. Like, know all of your rules as well as you possibly can, and if you're ever uncertain, look at your phone before and then. Also, think about your turn while the other person's going on their turn. Um, and, you know, you don't... If you find a list you like that someone else is playing, play it a bunch and make it your own. Um, because if you find something on the internet that someone's doing well with, unless it's very obviously clear what they're doing, you just won't jump in and start playing it quite as well as they will be. Um, and then... What else? Oh, yeah. Uh, you should fly uh, from Africa to the tournament. <laughs> That's helpful. Um, make sure your wife is there. Um, and when you wake up, just have a you know five a.m. macaron from the little little place. That that's helpful too. Okay, good 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 <laughs> good tips. Uh, good tips. Uh, there are some other questions uh, that uh, you've been asked. If that's okay, um, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but like, there's a couple of ones, especially about the future meta. Um, like you have been a long time Gits fan. I know that. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> how do you feel? They're about, very good. Yeah. How do you feel about them? I mean, that, that book is amazing. That's just, it, they just seraphon it. The points are just so good. You could put so much in there. Um, I have all of my Gits out and am fixing the broken pieces right now and intend to play them, uh, until they take away this for these rules. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, they, and maybe then afterwards too, I was playing them with the old rules. So I guess it doesn't, um, I think they're very good. I don't know beasts. I have an un, I don't have an understanding of what it's supposed to do yet. Um, and so they took away my two favorite parts of the book, um, the summoning and the turning into a chaos spawn. Um, the rend is great The you know, there's stuff. It just seems a little overpointed and, the interactions, like I've read them, but I don't understand. I, I think that there are some things that are good that are just going to stay good. Flies are good. Like, you know, they're going to be, um, th but I love, I love that. Like right now, if I look at uh, my phone and I scroll through the books and I'm like thinking about what I'm going to play, um, pretty much every book has something in it. That's good. Um, and, or multiple things. There's some kind of left behind, but um, not that much. Um, and so I think the game's just in a great place. Like, I'd be surprised if there's any lists that just keep winning individually every tournament, um, which we've had before. Um, and 
yeah, I'm super excited for the new edition. It's going to be great. Oh, great. Uh, how uh, Obviously, there's also Worlds, which is uh, just for people who might not be aware. There's a World Championship for Age of Sigmar called AOS Worlds. happens every year. Uh, I'll be covering it and doing live coverage. did last year as well. Uh, but how? Uh, but in between that, because it's only, like, it only happens every like, three or four days once a year, but you're part of a national team. Um, have you found that like have you found that like useful? I know you're also part of a huge club and also part of several like groups of people who just generally play at a very high level anyway. But has the national team added anything to that kind of like mixture of like input into playing? Yeah, no, the national team is great. I um this is my third year. Um I was the coach and then last year I was the coach and I became a player. And then um this year I'm co-captaining with Bill. I was going to be non-playing and then switch to playing. Um, you know, I, I love my uh, Team America people. Some of my closest friends I've met through being in that. And um, we have a whole system of, um, you know, lots of lots of people interested. And I think this year more um, more engagement from, you know, not the direct eight players on the team and coach and assistant than we've ever had, which I'm really excited about, um, you know, getting everyone there. I think that uh, team play is very different than singles play. And it's really fun to figure out lists that you're like, well, this would lose to one or two pretty common things, but what if I just avoid them? Is it really good? Um, I think there should be a lot more team tournaments. I, I, I just think they're great. Um, and so I, for me, I think my focus is pretty much going to be on, on the team stuff until Worlds um, af after this one. It was kind of my deadline I'd set for myself That's for fair. singles. Uh, a couple of questions, if you don't mind, some hot fire questions coming into you quick and fast. Uh, was it, like, um, does the LVO put win put more pressure on you, yes or no, like for future events? Oh, I mean, mm, I don't think so. I, I mean... I didn't expect to win. I still don't kind of really believe I did. Um, <laughs> um, so um, as long as I just don't acknowledge that it happened, there's absolutely no pressure. Um, no, the um, uh, no, I, I, I don't think so. I think that um, I putting pressure on yourself or not can happen over all kinds of things. Um, if you find an army you love, you want to do well with them, you think it's really good, you can put pressure on yourself. If you find uh, team play, you can put pressure on yourself because you're letting down your team um, or, or not. And all those things are um, hard to deal with. Um, or you find out that your player pack is all missions you're bad with. You can be like, oh no, or the, or the good with, both of which can get in your head and mess with you. Um, you know, I thought maybe I would play poorly with my wife watching. I don't know. But, you know, there was, um, I, I think I She's your best be mate, fun. right? Like, I've seen no, you I, I love it. I have an, yeah, I have You're a thick marriage. as thieves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did that get into yeah. your head? Uh, it, it definitely felt pressure. What was funny was she kept leaving during my other games because she was finding it stressful and going and checking on other people's games when she was in the hall. And so I'd turn around and be like, where'd Maxine go? Um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, she was having such a good time uh, during it that I wasn't actually, I, that was my main worry was that I was going to go and be like, wow, you've made me watch this incredibly boring thing for <laughs> four days. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> like this is the worst trip ever. Uh, but she, that was not what happened at all. She she loved everyone and was having a great time figuring out what was going on and going up to people and asking, you know, the uh, the like people would be like, so what actually is going on? And watching people have a fun time explaining the game and etc. And I'm very glad that, uh, you know, I always had kind of tried to keep it by myself. Um, Wow, look at that. So thank you to an anonymous gifter. I didn't know you could gift anonymously. Uh, Thank you for donating 20 gift subscriptions in the chat for for Noah's big win. So it's very much appreciated. Thank you. Uh, That's a phenomenal, uh, (laughs) phenomenal gift. That's very sweet. Thanks. Um, uh, Very kind. Uh, I've got a question for you, uh, Noah. Um, who is the, in your opinion, or are there a couple, are there any underrated players, uh, like that are knocking around that don't get a lot of screen time or is there, uh, someone who you're like, do you know what? They don't get a lot of airtime. Who I think that they're legit because you travel around a lot. You play a lot, you know? Um, so like, is there anyone who you like, do you know what? No one really knows who they are, but they're phenomenal. Or they're great. Um, I think I think uh, there's a lot of regional people who don't travel quite as much um, who are really great. The one that comes to mind is, uh, you know, Zach Kennedy um, is uh, one of the best players I've, I've, I've watched play. Like, you, you, you know, people have heard of a lot of the people on the world's team, um, but he, he plays primarily in Texas. And um, I actually got him round one. At, at a tournament and Gavin just walked by and started laughing. Um, but um, <laughs> the, um, in, in, in Austin, um, you know, there's a lot of players who play really, really well, but play mostly locally out there. And it's so fun when you go like travel for Warhammer, if you can, it's great because you can go to a place and be like, Oh man, you're good. Um, like that is, that is so fantastic. I'm so glad I got to play you. Um, and that's where I uh, hunt people down and try to find their discord and their, um, their Facebook and connect with, um, you know, people that, uh, are, you know, just really good players and good human beings and try to bring them all more together. That's great. Um, uh, another follow-up question. Uh, obviously the final game and several of your games were streamed. Um, and then similarly, there are also a lot of people watching live. Uh, obviously, that kind of takes it from, I know you've got this philosophy of like making friends and having a good time, but that does, it kind of moves into that like sports level production. Mm-hmm. Yet, you might not have signed up for like a sports level production sort of event. Does that make sense? Like, you know, sometimes, like, I think it's a very fair statement that sometimes those things can add pressure. Did you feel like the crowd chanting or the stream or any of those elements added to it? Or like, did you feel like it, it felt more like visceral? Or, <laughs> like, how do you feel about so, it? Um, I realized I'd made a terrible mistake by choosing to face out towards the crowd um, instead of Scooter got to look at just me. Um, I was like, oh boy. Um, I, I definitely got overwhelmed uh, when, when near the end of the game. Um, and then when we actually did it, um, like, the the wind back and forth like I, I i've seen the pictures and have been like look like i'm frowning but i'm just I, I was having so many emotions all at once and like adrenaline um and i was like at one point i was like sounds like i'm sad that scooter didn't win lvo i was like what's going on like i have so many so many different things going on that um i i needed like I needed a minute. I actually think I hid under the table for, for a couple of minutes. I just sat down with Maxine and was like, oh my God, this, this was not expected. Um, but it was great. Um, 
but yeah, uh, I, I think it's it's fine to have. I, I I think it you can play up because of the energy of other people, and I also know some people can find it um, very hard to focus when that's going on. Um, but I think it should just be an assumed that if you're in that situation, everyone should be able to yell and do all their things. Like just do it. Um, hype people up when they're playing, and you know. Dealing with the distraction of it is a, a fine tax to pay for kind of giving everyone the experience of being there with you, um, which is great. That's nice. That's nice. I was wondering if you like, like, because it's fair to say that maybe it's too much sometimes, but if you're like, it feels like it was a worthwhile kind of thing to go through for everyone else being, because the yeah. excitement, like, I'm sure you were over the moon, but I bet there was also a ton of people who were electrified, like. Yeah, it was a great, it was a crazy ending to the game and. You know, our uh, Harambe's and our club were neck and neck. And I think those points like helped kind of put it over. And I think that people were rooting for that reason. People were rooting just because I played them before. People were rooting for Scooter because they played him before and he's lovely. Like there was there was a lot of energy. Um, and then just having it go as as crazy as it did. Um, there were also a lot of air horns. Um, but um, <laughs> that was the one the one thing that did actually overwhelm me was I had to move away from the air horns because I was too much going on. <laughs> I'd had too big a day. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever advocate for the air horns. I just want to also be clear on that. But uh, yeah, exactly. Um, tasteful. A tasteful number of air horns is two. <laughs> yeah. And a moose-bouche of air horns is all I need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you got any, uh, to kind of wrap it all up, have you got any advice for people? And I don't even necessarily mean about like there's a lot like not only have you won the biggest event i think you've captured everyone's hearts uh with a lot of what you've said you know like the attitude and i know that comes just from that comes from you your club and everyone um is there any kind of advice you can give for people or like any final thoughts you'd like to make that you can kind of put out there for for the future of the game and also you know people playing it yeah i mean i just think like play more games and find find your group to play games with and like make the time to do it um and i think if you want to play more and you can't find people go get go get tts like there are lovely humans on the internet you can play it's not as good as in person but it's pretty good um i i like tell people all the time that tts like saved my life over covid because like i'm an extrovert i need social interaction to kind of like recharge myself. And I uh, like, it just totally, without that, I would have gone crazy. I also probably would not be as good at Warhammer. Like I, the group of people I stumbled into happened to be incredibly good at Warhammer. And we're like, here, why don't we turn you into a machine for this? Um, the, the first LVO I ever went to, um, I brought three screaming bells and a tiny gong um, for when they went off and my tokens were all for the warp sparks were all candy. Um, and you know, I, that was sort of like the beginning I was thinking about, like, that was the beginning of, I, I was just doing it cause I thought it was funny, but the, the way that people reacted to being like, Oh, you've made a commitment to making this game fun from the very beginning. And then just responding to that with people's feedback of like, that's hilarious. And you're having, you know, that was a, a great time um is is a lot of kind of i was thinking i was like that's why i want to go to lvo and that's why i want to play with the way i can um i think that uh i'd like to shout out my tough crowd people 
and I'd like to shout out my Team America people, um, but I'm not going to list all of their names because you don't have, we, no one has the time for that. <laughs> it's a lot of people. Yeah. In Joe's yeah. in, in Joe's interview from Castle, he names everyone. He's like everyone. He does every single one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm That's like, good. I need That's to cut that puzzle. out. I need to cut that. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, no. Listen, it's been a super pleasure. Um, I'm gonna put Noah's socials in uh, the comments. Uh, well, sorry, in the show notes. If anyone wants to follow along, I feel very privileged that uh, not only we get to be friends, but um, that I get to interview you today. So thank you. Uh, and also, uh, I got to say that it feels wonderful to like I, we we said this off air. I said this to you. Like I've been, um, I since Castle because I interviewed like twenty or thirty people at Castle, and I've edited most of those videos now. Um, like there's been a few takeaways for me. The the five friends not five O was an important one, and also the you know the greatest miracle ever, Jesus ever did was having twelve friends to thirty three, which is something Joe says. Um <laughs> and like and and it's it's made me rethink a lot of what I do like when it comes to wargaming. So I want to thank you for uh, allowing me to put myself on that journey as well. Um so that's great. Uh and and I know that that's also been something true for a lot of other people. So thanks for that. Uh, and also congratulations on what on an amazing win. <laughs> thank you. Like that's thank amazing. You. It was great. Yeah. It was great. So yeah. All right. What's next for you? What's next for you? Uh like today, I got some lunch. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I'm uh, uh, right now. I'm signed up for Realmgate Rampage. Uh, I've team event coming up in April. Um, there's a lot of. I'm um, going to the Brooklyn Stratford RTT, which I is my local in New York that I haven't been to for a long time. Um, great because they kept scheduling them the same time as GTs I was going to. Um, there's i'm you know i'm trying to go to tournaments and uh play some of these new exciting books there's so many books coming out this year it's gonna be great um and uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna have some gits just running around biting people oh yeah we are gonna have some <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so many <laughs> so many gits it's a real problem I, I started painting more squigs i have um 72 painted but i was like that's not enough <laughs> more, Nathan more. just turned up for club night with some squeaks, so uh, that's I'm, I'm about to face the nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, listen, no, thanks very much uh, for being on. Yeah, I appreciate it loads, and thanks everyone for tuning in live. Uh, if we could get some love for Noah in the chat, please, that would be fantastic. I can see loads of your club mates in there as well, and close personal friends of yours uh, in the chat. Uh, uh, shout out to Arthur Galvaris, of course, as well. Um, uh, we'll do that a lot. Uh, thanks, uh, Noah, and Thanks, everyone, in the chat. See everyone soon. Look after yourselves. Goodbye.